Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. So I'm really excited for this week's episode just because I actually know what I want to say and normally I don't. Uh, Normally I just kind of make it up on the spot but this week I actually have a main topic that I wanted to talk about and also just a few little things. So yeah, um, I want to get started giving people some advice just because I guess that's kind of like a ritual of mine now um, because ever since I started doing it, more and more people have been sending in things for me to respond to. So I'm going to read what I got sent this week. And if I missed yours by any chance, just DM me and I'll read it next week. But hopefully I got all of them. So this person says, hi girl. Okay. So I've been listening to your podcast and I've really enjoyed it so far. Thank you. Basically, I just need some advice. Um, I blew up on TikTok doing makeup and stuff. I'm not too big or anything but my mom is not really the type of showing your face on the internet. I've been wanting to tell her, but I can't. Any advice? Thanks. Have a great day. Um, Hope you have a great day too. And my advice probably would just be like, have an honest conversation with her about it. Or I mean, you can always hide it, but like from my experience, it's just not really worth it because she'll probably find out eventually. And you know, I was like scared to tell my parents about my channel at first because I was like, I don't really like I just didn't really want to tell them but then my little brother actually told them it was a good decision in the long run just because like without my parents literally like I could not have done my channel so um yeah they've helped me so much they've been super supportive so even though you your mom is not really like the type of person that would want you on the internet like that I think it's worth it to try talking to her and just be like hi like I I ended up doing TikToks and this makes me really happy and I blew up and so I think I think having her support would make a big difference so maybe just talk to her about it but if you are like if you really feel that she's going to be like dead set on not wanting you to show your face then maybe wait and don't tell her um just because obviously you're not going to want to have to stop doing those TikToks so I really think it depends on the situation or if you think that she's going to be like lenient with you okay the next thing I'm going to read This person said, here's a story for your podcast. I was friends with a girl in second grade. We were best friends until fifth grade. We were in a call. I told her that my brother was in the room and not to say anything embarrassing. She said, okay, but then she unmuted herself. And then she said, you like my crush's name. I got so embarrassed. My brother said, ew. And I ended the call and asked her why she said that. She said it wasn't a big deal. And I got mad at her. What seemed right to do at the time was to not be her friend anymore. She said sorry like a week later, but I just stopped talking to her. I kind of regret not forgiving her and being friends again. A couple months ago, she sent one of her friends to tell me that my ex-best friend wanted to be friends again. I kind of just walked away and asked one of my other friends if I should be friends again with that girl. She said no, and I never answered her friend. Now I don't have many friends, and I have one main one, but she kind of wants all my attention to her, and she's pretty toxic, I guess. I don't know. I already cut her off, but she asked to be friends again, and I only said sure because I felt bad, and she's in my class. Okay, wow. So that was very messy. I understood also just because I actually have like a thing to read off of, but for those of you listening, I'm sure you have no idea what just went on. So I will summarize it for you. This girl had a friend. Her friend told her brother that she liked her crush and she got really embarrassed and got mad at that friend. So her and that friend are not friends anymore, Um, but she kind of regrets not forgiving her. And meanwhile, she got asked if she would be friends with that girl again. I'm pretty sure that's what it meant. And she never responded um, because she just wasn't sure. And now she's kind of stuck because she wishes she had forgiven that old friend because now she just has one main friend that's kind of toxic. That's what I got out of that. So um, basically, if you're asking for advice on this, which I'm pretty sure you are, um, 
I would say, I mean, again, I've talked about toxic friendships so much at this point on my podcast, but you really just have to like be careful who you surround yourself with. And even like having one good friend is better than having five toxic friends, in my opinion, just because like you're going to be so much happier if you're not surrounded by toxic people. Um, And so if the girl that you're friends with now is like toxic, I'd say, I mean, just like don't be around toxic people. I mean, if she's not toxic, then, you know, maybe you can work out your problems. But like there's a difference between being a toxic person and then just having fights with someone like there there is a difference. So I don't know. And then about the girl that like she kind of embarrassed you um, and you regret not forgiving her and stuff like I understand where both of you are coming from. I mean, like maybe she thought it was harmless and funny, which, you know, I think it was wrong, but like she, you said she did apologize. And so if she did apologize and it's like, okay, well maybe she wants to change and maybe you should have given her another chance. But if this is something that she did regularly, then I wouldn't take her back. But if it was like a one-time thing, I definitely think that like she deserves forgiveness. So I don't know. This is a very complicated situation, but that's probably all I'm going to say on that one. Then next person said, hey, I really love your YouTube channel and your podcast. I will always support you in whatever you decide to do with your channel and I'm sorry it's not getting as many views. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Anyways, I wanted to ask for advice on something that I've been struggling with for a while and I'm still struggling with. About a year ago, I moved schools and started hanging out with these group of people that I really liked. My friendship with those two had always been rocky. This is where problems start happening. About a month ago, I invited my best friend to hang out with these people because my best friend really wanted to be in my friend group at the time. Okay, so you moved schools, you made friends with two new people, and you really liked them, and you wanted your best friend that doesn't go to that school to meet them. That's what I'm getting so far. And I'm also trying to summarize for you guys listening because I know it can be really confusing. We all started hanging out, but it got toxic really fast. They started commenting on me and my best friend's weight and eating habits. Um, this was not okay at all and I knew something was not right about the situation I was putting myself in. So me and my best friend talked about it together and decided we were going to talk about it with the people in our friend group. Once we did talk to them about how we were feeling, they were not understanding at all and ditched me and my best friend. It felt like a slap in the face to me to realize that they were not the people I thought they were. Now I have no friends at school because of what happened. Oh, okay. So these two friends that you lost were at your school and your best friend goes to a different school. That's what I'm getting from that. So that's why I had no friends. Um, at this point, I feel like I don't want to make new friends at my school because I'm so scared of getting another toxic friend. Um, I've been struggling with an eating disorder and bad body image issues, so I'm really stressed out and not doing well in any of my classes. It's become way too much for me to handle. I recently told my parents about my issues at school and my eating disorder. My mom doesn't really understand how I'm feeling. I don't know what to do. Even if you read this, that would be greatly appreciated. Sorry that this is so long. Have a great rest of your day slash afternoon slash evening slash night. Um, it's afternoon right now, but thank you so much for sending this in. And honestly, that was a very loaded story because there's so much going on and definitely a lot of things that you're struggling with right now. But I would say like, if we're talking about the friend thing, obviously it sucks to lose friends, even if they're like toxic, but it always sucks when you like it's not the outcome that you wanted. I mean, originally when you make friends with someone, you don't make friends with them thinking that you're just gonna like end the friendship that way or end the friendship at all. Like when I make friends with people, I personally feel like I'm, I want to be friends with them for like as long as I can. Like I'm just kind of that person. I like having lifelong friends or just friends that I'm friends with for a long time. And so I think it really makes a difference in like having, you know, friends that you're not really friends with for like a year or a couple months even or like whatever like 
yeah, that can be, like, fun or whatever, but once you meet those people that you can be, like, really, really good friends with that aren't going anywhere, it's so worth it. So, I'd say, obviously, I know what you, you are feeling with having no friends. Like, it sucks, but, like, at the same time, I think waiting for like the right person that's going to be your friend and not be toxic is worth it so obviously put yourself out there try and make friends um don't like not don't avoid making friends just because you're afraid that they'll be toxic because yes that's a valid reason you had two toxic friends before but at the same time like just put yourself out there because you never know who you're gonna meet so i say don't avoid making friends but you know just be careful and look for red flags in in the friendships. And then as far as the eating disorder goes, um, the fact that you told your parents about it and they didn't really understand is a little bit concerning just because I know that if I was in a parent's situation and I heard that, I would be like, oh my god, like, let's get you help. This is not good. You can always DM me if you need, like, literally anything. I know some people talk to their parents and their parents don't really understand or they think their kid is overdramatic or overreacting or doesn't understand what they're saying, but most of the times it's just like they need to hear it again. So if you've told your mom before, I think maybe sit down and have a serious conversation and be like, mom, like I'm really struggling and I don't think you understand. I've told you once before, but this is like me warning you that like I'm struggling and I need help. So if you can try and have another conversation with her, I think that that would be pretty beneficial. But also, I don't know how your mom is. I don't know how your parents are. So maybe you've already tried this. I don't know. But if you haven't, that would be my advice. And I just want to add, like, I'm so sorry that you're having bad body image issues. I mean, I struggle with that myself. And so I know exactly how hard it is. And especially with like social media too, it makes everything so much worse. So hopefully you're not like on social media too much comparing yourself to people because that's what I find is like honestly the main reason why I have body image issues. And like I can see how everything can just come crumbling down at once. Like obviously if you are stressed and not doing well in school and then you're struggling with friends and body image issues, like all of that can be so much on one person and I'm sorry that you're like you're going through all of that at once. It really sucks. Um, but just make sure that you have a good support system, even if it's your mom, even if it's you know, your one best friend that you have, it doesn't matter. Just make sure that you're talking to someone. Um, and that is my advice for you, but I hope that everything gets better soon. I know it will get better, um, but just, you know, push through. Okay, this next person said, so I have these two friends. They're like my besties, a boy and a girl. They've always been there for me, but my girl bestie likes my guy bestie. I like him too, and she says that I have a better chance with him, but I think she does. What do I do? So you guys both like him and you guys both think that each other has a better chance with him is what I'm hearing. Um, the way this person typed this was very confusing, so I kind of worded it the way that it made sense. Um, it's difficult to understand what you're like trying to ask exactly. Um but if you're asking like what you do about like the crush or whatever or both of you liking him honestly that's pretty messy if you both like the same person especially if it's like your guy best friend just because like who knows if he likes either of you back and then if he likes one of you back then it's kind of mess it'll kind of mess up the friend group I feel like um so I don't know like that's kind of hard this one I I'm not exactly sure about 
This next person said, so my parents are homophobic and I came out as bi to my friends, my friends support, but do I tell my parents even though I might get kicked out? Also, my biological dad and uncle are both gay. That's why my mom hates homosexuals because she married my dad and he was gay. Okay, so first of all, I'm sorry that your mom thinks that way. I mean, it's always tough. Like, if you're in that position and you know that your mom is homophobic, like, obviously, I don't even know what you would do in that situation. Like, I would be really uncomfortable. Um, But I'd say, like, depending on, like, your age and the whole situation, I don't really know all the details, but, like, sometimes not telling her could be a good thing just because if you are genuinely scared that you'll get kicked out and you know you have nowhere to go I'd say like that's your best bet but also at the same time she needs to learn to come to terms with the fact that like there's nothing wrong with being gay um, or just like part of the LGBTQ community or anything so I don't know I I think that's really tough because I probably need to know more details and like what would happen I'm I'm proud of you for coming out to your friends and I'm so glad that they support you um, but when it comes to your mom that's really tough knowing that she's homophobic so maybe it'd make a difference coming from her own child but you know I don't know I've heard so much about parents that are homophobic that it's like it's crazy I mean some people like disown their kids and I'm not saying that to like scare you I'm just letting you know that like it could go either way and I don't know your mom and I don't know all the details so that's really really tough I don't know if I can give you an exact answer Okay, so I'm pretty sure I read everything I needed to for this week. Like I said, if I missed yours, you can just DM me and say you forgot mine and then I will read it next week. Hopefully all of this advice was useful to you guys. It's hard sometimes because I know that like I'm a teenager or whatever, like I can help, I can be relatable, but like like that last situation, like there's certain things that I just don't know what to do say so I can try my best but I really appreciate you guys sending in stuff every week because I like helping you guys or at least trying to help you so with that I want to go on to some of the tea um I want to talk about Larray's diss track that he dropped um you guys probably know Larray he's just a youtuber but he's super funny and he's he's dropped like multiple songs for fun um but this new song I can't remember is it called canceled i i don't remember what it's called basically he dropped a diss track on pretty much everyone you can think of in like the influencer community like he mentioned um who did he mention why am i already forgetting <laughs> um oh he mentioned like josh richards nessa noah beck charlie and like all these people are like his friends and they were like in the vi- music video but i just thought it was so funny that he like had something to say for pretty much everyone um addison was in the video addison looked super good in the video i suggest you guys watch it if you haven't just look up Larray on youtube he had like bryce in the video and mentioned how he lost addison um all this stuff like i thought it was just super clever and funny Something interesting too was he actually had the Dolan twins in his video and I'm sure you guys all know about like the sister squad and you know James Charles, Emma Chamberlain, and the Dolan twins were all like a thing um but the Dolans were in his video and James was also in his video so people were kind of freaking out because they were like oh like James and the Dolans were in the same room um did they reunite? Whatever, but we don't know. Honestly, I feel like they're not really on good terms with each other. Maybe they filmed at different times or maybe it was just awkward. Who knows? Um, but speaking of that, I am coming out with a video hopefully tomorrow um, and it's about what happened to the sister squad and I'm really excited. I'm very proud of it and yeah, I just, I thought of that just because I was making that video. So 
other than that, some other tea is, I guess, Mr. Beast. Um, he's a YouTuber for those of you who don't know, but he does a bunch of like challenges and stuff. And his most recent thing that he did was a charity like trivia game with a bunch of influencers that were all competing. And so Charlie D'Amelio was one of them, but her team was her whole family. And so some people kind of got mad because it was like a whole family on the team and some people only had like two people um, or whatever it may be. So people got kind of mad and then they also accused the family of cheating just because I guess it looked like they were like on their phones using their phones to use like Siri or someone was looking up the answers for them something like that but now Charlie's comments are just flooded with like you cheated you cheated we're so mad at you and it's like nine-year-olds like no one has the time to go to Charlie's page and spam comment you cheated on Mr. Beast trivia game like it's the most random thing ever that's what I hate about like TikTok especially but like social media in general like these kids that don't understand the full extent to a story or they're just kind of like hopping on the bandwagon of hating people, they will literally go and spam people's pages on TikTok and just fill their comments. I don't know, I just think it's so crazy and out of control, like, these kids have no filter, but whatever, like, I don't know, it's just, it's annoying because, like, you go to TikTok comment sections and it's literally just, like, bots or, like, little kids spamming the comments. I mean, I guess it's like that on, like, Instagram too and, like, YouTube sometimes, but TikTok is, like, next level, like, I don't know, just go to Charlie's page and you'll see. That is all the tea I wanted to mention today. If you guys want me to like add more tea into the podcast, like I totally can. I know I'm a tea channel. Maybe that's what you guys are expecting, but I'm also just like really excited to talk about the topic that I wanted to talk about. So um, yeah, just let me know if you like like shorter tea sessions or if you want me to like expand and like talk a lot more about the tea because I totally can. It's not like there isn't tea. But onto the main topic that I wanted to talk about, and that was social media. And you guys are probably like, ugh, boring. Like, I feel like you've talked about this before. And yes, I have talked about social media before, but now I just want to spread a message to you guys about social media that is different from what you guys probably think. And that is just based off of the fact that I watched. I watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix couple weeks ago and I've been meaning to talk about it. So if you guys don't know, Netflix came out with a documentary called The Social Dilemma and in the documentary they interview people from like Facebook, Twitter, um, computer companies, YouTube, Instagram, you know, all these platforms for social media or just people that are really good with computers and know what they're talking about. Um, And they interview these people and they ask them about technology, the future, how technology has impacted us, social media, all this stuff. And all of these people are like, yeah, like this is dangerous. Like social media is so much more dangerous than any of us realize. And so this documentary was kind of like a way for them to spread their message. And I know people um, that have watched it, but I just wanted to say if you guys have not watched it, please go watch it. I think it's pretty eye-opening and that's like the point of it. Like I just feel like if I didn't watch that documentary and get something out of it, that would be pretty disappointing. So I think all of you guys need to go and watch that documentary if you have not yet. And if you're someone that's like, ew, like documentaries, that sounds so boring. I promise you it's very interesting, especially because they actually have like, they have a little bit of acting in there. Like um, they add kind of a storyline while it's still 
being a documentary if that makes sense so I don't know you guys should just see for yourself I'm not gonna like spoil out of all of it but I just want to like give you guys some key points that I wanted to talk about from that documentary just because I feel like it really needs to be said and it's super important um the main thing for me is just like I've always known that like my phone was listening to me like Apple and Google and all these companies literally have all of my data and I was always like okay well whatever I can't do anything about it like they have my data they know where I live whatever like if someone wants my data they can get it and that sucks but I just kind of came to terms with it um but the scary thing that this documentary kind of opened my eyes up to is that I am literally a a product like for these big companies like the reason that these big companies have so much money um is due to the fact that they get paid by advertisers so they can give people our data some of you guys are gonna be like okay whatever like people have my data what's wrong with that like yeah it's kind of creepy but like what's the point the point is that we're literally being sold to companies and it's scary the way they describe it and even like demonstrate it. Um, you just have to see for yourself. But it's so scary because you think about like you go on social media and all of the things that they've designed in that app, the way the app is designed is literally to keep you on there for as long as possible. And the longer that you're on there, the more ads you're going to see and the more stuff you're going to consume. And it literally knows how fast you like a picture or how quickly you comment on things or whatever and like yeah some of that might seem harmless like oh they're just trying to like improve the Instagram algorithm so they know what you like and they can show more of that in your feed but like that's the exact point like they know you like stuff so they're going to show you more and more of that stuff to keep you on social media like obviously if you go on social media and you just scroll through your feed and see nothing you like like you're not going to really want to go on there but they know everything you like based off of your google searches your youtube searches what videos you watch what shows you watch everything they know everything to the point where they know what to show you on your instagram feed and they know what ads to give you and that's why i'm sure this has happened to every single one of you if it hasn't maybe you just haven't noticed but it literally does this to every single person if you have talked about something or searched something or like wanted something you'll get an advertisement for it and actually like I've mentioned multiple times, I used to have like a face channel, that's what I call it, but just like I showed my face, like I made regular videos with a camera and that channel is still up, but like I don't upload on it anymore just because I make personal videos. But on that channel, I actually made a video that was like a, an experiment where, and I, it probably got like 50 views, <laughs> but like I, I did it for fun and it was just like an experiment where I tried to get certain ads to come up on my Instagram and it worked and it just like proved my point that like they know exactly what you want and they're always targeting you and to elaborate further on that basically what I did was I I just tested it on like some makeup products and like I knew that this was happening but it was kind of like shocking to see it all like unfold but what I did was I like searched up like mac lipsticks or whatever like i would never search up mac lipsticks i don't want them i don't have a care to like look up mac lipsticks but i did and i looked it up i watched a few youtube videos on them i clicked on a few things i like followed their 
Instagram or whatever. Literally the next morning, I go on my phone and immediately I see an ad for MAC lipsticks. And not only is it for MAC lipsticks, it's like the exact shade that I had searched up in the exact type. Like it was super, super accurate. And I'm like, oh my God, like it's so obvious that they know exactly what I'm looking up. And they see that I'm looking that up and they're like, oh, why don't we give her an ad for that? So maybe she'll buy it. So it's obviously just like this huge thing. And like, I think that's pretty common knowledge, but the stuff that like isn't common knowledge is just like what they really do with your data. Like they sell your data to companies so that you will want to come to their website or you want to buy their product or whatever. They said, if you're not buying the product, you are the product. So if you think of it that way, like we are all products that companies are just buying. Like, yeah, it's kind of harsh to put it that way, but it's true. And I think that like everyone needs to think about that before they go on social media next. And you know, what's sad is like, I know that people will listen to this podcast and be like, oh my God, like you're right. And then maybe they'll get off social media or kind of be aware of it for like a few days, maybe a few weeks. But then after that, it's back to the the normal cycle. Like I know how it is. It's so addicting that you're just going to forget everything that I said and you're going to go back to your old ways. And I hope that doesn't happen, but like I know it's kind of inevitable because most people do forget about stuff. And so I don't know. I just wanted to kind of like share this with you guys to watch that documentary because it's so interesting, first of all, but also it just is very eye-opening. And ever since I watched that documentary, I've actually... Um, one thing they said is like turn notifications off for like your social media medias and stuff and I've actually like snapchat is an app that I use a lot and I definitely go on it a lot just because I see notifications like not that I need to but I see that like someone snapchatted me so you know I see a notification and I tap on it when I didn't need to go on the app in the first place but like the reason I clicked on it is because I got a notification so I've turned off notifications and it's actually made a huge difference and I never had Instagram notifications on just because like I I get so many DMs or likes at one point that it's just like, I do not want all of those notifications. So I always have Instagram notifications turned off, but turning off like Snapchat has made a big difference in me just like checking my phone constantly because then I just know nothing's going to be there unless I actually go and open the app. And so it's made a difference for sure. And also I just think that it's like very important to be conscious of what you're doing on your phone. Like, I feel like watching Netflix or like watching movies is kind of like harmless. Like, yeah, no one should spend that much time on technology, but if you're going to spend time on it, like I think it's better that you do it on like YouTube or Netflix rather than going on like social media, just because I have noticed myself like I, like I said earlier, struggle with like body image issues. And for those of you who are like, oh my God, like I'm so sorry. Like, no, it's not like eating disorder or anything, but it's definitely like something that I struggle with, I know that like I would not care about what my body looked like as much if I never had social media. I know that for a fact. Like the only reason that I want my body to look a certain way is because I've seen it on social media and I hate to say it but like no matter how many times people tell me that I don't need to look like that, I'm still gonna like it's still gonna be thought in my head and now that it's in my head like I can't get it out and so I just think that's so scary what social media can do like yeah it seems harmless like you're going on there you're watching funny videos like you're checking up on influencers but like if you think about it just if you really think about it it's so harmful in so many ways and it's also like I'm actually writing an article about this not article but essay um I'm writing an essay 
about this for my AP Lang class, AP English, basically, and I'm writing about how, like, either social media is good or bad, and I'm obviously writing about bad just because I feel like it has more negative um, effects than positive ones, and I'm not trying to say, like, all social media is bad and, like, never touch social media again. I'm just trying to say, like, be aware of what you do on social media and also be aware of what it's doing to keep you online because it's just crazy. Like, they know everything, like, everything about you. And so, they use all of that information to try and get you on longer on their apps and that's the reason that they're running. And so, yeah, it's hard not to be on social media because what I've noticed is like the less I've been on social media after watching that documentary, the more disconnected I feel with people just because everyone's on social media. So if I'm not on social media, I feel like I'm missing out on stuff and I know the feeling, but I also know that like the more people that kind of like open their eyes and kind of stop using social media more, like the better it's going to get. And I think that like this is a much needed change and what I'm talking about is just like I'm not talking about demolishing social media and never using it again, but, like, I feel like we're not using it the right way, and social media was never intended to be a place where advertisers go and try and make money off of people. Like, no, social media was created so that we could connect with people and share photos and whatever, but it's turned into something that is just so beyond what any of these, like, creators or founders of all these platforms ever wanted. Like, they say that in the documentary. Like, they're all like, yeah, I regret being a part of ever making this app, and, like, they're, like, the founder of Twitter or something like it's crazy like you would never think that like someone who worked for that or created that would like regret making it but they do like that's how strongly they feel about this I don't know just like be mindful of it I don't think that there's anything wrong with using social media but you have to be careful like I I myself like I have like screen time limits set on my phone and just because like at first it was because my mom like wanted me to put them on so I did but I knew the password so every time that I ran out of time I just put in the password and like kept watching or kept watching TikToks or scrolling on Instagram whatever it may be but now like I see that and I think of it completely differently just because I'm like okay well I understand now why everyone is like social media is bad technology is bad like it's obviously annoying to hear but when you really think about it like they're right. Like, they're right. And that's coming from someone who I'm, like, I probably am addicted to my phone and social media. Like, it's hard. It's so hard to, like, not want to go on it. But at the same time, like, even going off of it for a little bit can make a big difference. Again, I'm not trying to say, like, never go on social media again, but just think about how you're spending your time. And your your brain is literally being so overloaded with so much information and so much new stuff when you go on social media because there's just so much on there. And I just think that, like, it's too much. So, I don't know. I've been really mindful of it after watching that documentary and hopefully I can stay this way, but like I said, a lot of people kind of forget or they fall back into their old habits, but like like if I didn't have my sister spill Instagram account, I probably would delete Instagram because I just have no reason for it, but I do need it to look at like TikTok room and see the new tea because that's my job, but like other than that and like answering DMs, I don't have a reason to be on Instagram. And so, I just think that like You guys need to be very careful, especially on TikTok, just because everyone's on TikTok. And so obviously that's, it's so hard to spend hours. It's so easy to spend hours on TikTok because you're just scrolling and you don't even realize what time it is. But something I also thought of the other day was like, wow, like it's so dumb if you think about it. Like I just had a realization and I'm like, 
oh my god, like, if you think about it, I'm staring at a screen sitting in the same position. Like, if someone's just, like, watching me, it's just watching someone sit in the same position for hours, not moving their body, staring at a screen, absorbing a bunch of, like, pictures and videos. Like, it's weird to think about. I don't know if anyone can, like, picture it the way that I'm thinking of it, but, like, I don't know. I just had this realization where I'm like, oh my god, like, it's so dumb if you think about it. Like, what am I doing? I'm literally sitting in the same spot thinking that I'm doing stuff, but really I'm just scrolling on social media, seeing new stuff, and, like, my actual, like, physical self, like, my body is not moving, like, I'm not doing anything, and, like, that just kind of opened my eyes. I was like, oh my god, like, this is really taking up a lot of my time. So, I don't know. I didn't want that to be, like, super loaded or confusing or go on a rant or anything, but, like, I just wanted to let you guys know that there's so much more to social media than just watching funny videos. Like, you have to be careful of what you do on there and how much time you spend on there just because it's linked to depression and suicide rates and anxiety and mental illness. All this stuff has skyrocketed. Like, it shows you the, the statistics in the documentary and it's crazy. Like, social media is, like, directly correlated with all of these issues and so it's just crazy to think about. So, not trying to get you to delete your social medias, although that would be great, but just, you know, take care of yourselves and be aware of what is actually happening. So, again, the documentary is called The Social Dilemma. It's on Netflix and I think you guys would all like it. So, and with that, I'm going to end the podcast just because I don't want to keep rambling for too long, but I hope you guys are doing great. If you want to DM me on Instagram, it's at sisterspillyt and my Twitter is at sisterspill11. Um, and just DM me any advice you want me to give you for next episode or if you listen to this podcast all the way through, DM me pink starburst just because I have a picture of pink starburst on my wall. Um, it's for like my aesthetic photo collage. <laughs> um, it's right next to the white jeep pictures. So those of you who DM'd me white jeep a couple weeks ago for my podcast, the starburst picture is right by it. So, um, yeah, DM me pink starburst if you listen to this podcast all the way through. And if you decide to watch The Social Dilemma, please DM me and let me know what you think or just like anything like that. Not trying to like get you on social media more, but like I definitely want to know your guys' thoughts if you watched it or um, are going to watch it. So, yeah, DM me if you need anything and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye!